Hi, this is John Butter, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Insight Podcast provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500. This analysis is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with an update of the key metrics for the fourth quarter earnings season for the S&P 500 as we're in the middle of the peak weeks of the earnings season. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is estimate revisions for the S&P 500 for the first quarter. Analysts have been increasing their EPS estimates for S&P 500 companies in aggregate in recent quarters. Has this trend continued in the first quarter? But first, let's provide an update for the fourth quarter earnings season for the index. At this point in time, the number of S&P 500 companies beating earnings estimates is equal to the average, but the amount by which they're beating estimates is slightly below the average. Due to these positive surprises, the index is reporting higher earnings for the fourth quarter today relative to the end of last week and relative to the end of the quarter. The index is reporting year-over-year earnings growth above 25% for the fourth straight quarter and earnings growth of more than 45% for the full year. These above-average growth rates are due to a combination of higher earnings for 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. Overall, 56% of the companies in the S&P 500 have reported actual results for the fourth quarter to date. Of these companies, 76% have reported actual EPS above estimates, which is equal to the five-year average of 76%. In aggregate, companies are reporting earnings that are 8.2% above estimates, which is slightly below the five-year average of 8.6%. Due to these positive EPS surprises, the index is reporting higher earnings for the fourth quarter today relative to the end of last week and relative to the end of the fourth quarter. The blended earnings growth rate for the fourth quarter is 29.2% today, compared to an earnings growth rate of 24.3% last week and an earnings growth rate of 21.3% at the end of the fourth quarter back on December 31st. Now, when we use the term blended, we're referencing that the growth rate combines actual results for companies that have reported and estimated results for companies that have yet to report. Positive earnings surprises reported by companies in multiple sectors, led by Amazon.com and the consumer discretionary sector, were responsible for the improvement in overall earnings for the index during the past week. At the company level, the top contributors to the earnings increase for the week were Amazon.com and Alphabet. Positive earnings surprises reported by companies in the consumer discretionary, information technology, and financial sectors have been the largest contributors to the overall increase in earnings for the index since the end of the fourth quarter. At the company level, the top contributors to the increase in earnings since December 31st are Amazon.com, Apple, Alphabet, Microsoft, Wells Fargo, ExxonMobil, and JPMorgan Chase. If 29.2% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the fourth straight quarter of earnings growth above 25%. These unusually high growth rates are due to a combination of higher earnings in 2021 and an easier comparison to weaker earnings in 2020 due to the negative impact of COVID-19 on a number of industries. 10 of the 11 sectors are reporting year-over-year earnings growth, led by the energy sector, for which a growth rate is not available due to the year-ago loss reported by the sector, the industrial sector at 90%, the material sector at 59%, and the consumer discretionary sector at 47%. Looking ahead to 2022, 
Analysts are calling for earnings growth of 5.6% in the first quarter and 4.4% in the second quarter. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 19.7, which is above the 5-year average of 18.6 and above the 10-year average of 16.7. However, it is below the forward P.E. ratio of 21.3, recorded at the end of the fourth quarter back on December 31st, as prices have decreased while earnings estimates have increased over the past month. And during the week, 83 S&P 500 companies, including three Dow 30 components, are scheduled to report results for the fourth quarter. High-profile companies expected to report earnings during the week include Pfizer, CVS Health, Amgen, PepsiCo, Coca-Cola, Walt Disney, and DuPont. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, which is estimate revisions for S&P 500 companies for the first quarter. In terms of estimate revisions, we typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. For those of you that are not familiar with the bottom-up EPS estimate, It is an aggregation of the median EPS estimates for all the companies in the S&P 500 into a single EPS estimate for the entire index. During the month of January, analysts decreased earnings estimates for companies in the S&P 500 for the quarter as the first quarter bottom-up EPS estimate decreased by 0.7% during this period. How significant is a 7 tenths of a percent decrease in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter? How does this decrease compare to recent quarters? Well, in a typical quarter, analysts usually reduce earnings estimates during the first month of a quarter. During the past five years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter has been 1.3%. During the past 10 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of the quarter has been 1.9%. And during the past 15 years, the average decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of the quarter has been 2.1%. Thus, the decline in the bottom-up EPS estimate recorded during the first month of the first quarter was smaller than the 5-year average, the 10-year average, and the 15-year average. However, it should be noted that the first quarter also marked the first decrease in the bottom-up EPS estimate during the first month of a quarter since Q2 2020. At the sector level, four sectors recorded an increase in their bottom-up EPS estimate for Q1 during the first month of the quarter, led by the energy sector at 5.9%. On the other hand, seven sectors recorded a decline in their bottom-up EPS estimate for the first quarter during this period, led by the industrial sector, at 10.1%. As the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index decreased during the first month of the quarter, the value of the S&P 500 also decreased during this same period. From December 31st through January 31st, the value of the index decreased by 5.3%. The first quarter marked just the second time in the past 20 quarters in which both the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index and the value of the index decreased during the first month of the quarter. This concludes our podcast this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out our full FactSet Earnings Insight report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our StreetEcom podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the Facts and Earnings Insight Podcast. Music